welcome to the Paragon Financial Partners Podcast, where we discuss the markets, our strategies, and how to live better today while planning for tomorrow. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Paragon Podcast. I'm Elian Mendoza, and I'm here with Evan Shorten, the firm's founder and principal. Hello, I'm Evan Shorten, and I want to thank you for tuning in. I also want to remind you that if you want to listen to our previous podcast episodes, you can visit us at paragonpodcast.com or visit our Facebook page. With that said, today we want to discuss a few important items that should make up the foundation of your estate planning documents. And even though many of our clients have completed this step, it may be very useful to share this information with your children or other loved ones. One commonality that we see even with some of our clients, is that while people often seek to establish a revocable living trust for their assets, they're missing a few other important estate planning documents. Today, we want to discuss the importance of also having a will in place, an advanced healthcare directive, and a durable power of attorney for your financial assets if an unfortunate event were to happen to you. While the revocable living trust might seem sufficient, You have to keep in mind that the revocable trust only helps the assets held within it to be passed on to your heirs. You still need to have directions set in place for property held outside of your revocable trust. As an example, your home and your IRA are usually two assets that many people hold outside of their revocable trust. Since the revocable trust is typically the most used estate planning vehicle, let's have Evan give us a brief rundown of what it actually is, what it does, and why it's important. Thank you, Elian. In definition, a trust is an entity created by what's called a grantor or a trustor, who is the individual that actually funds the trust with their assets. The trust is created for the benefit of a beneficiary who receives the assets within the trust either at once or over a long period of time. The trust is managed by a trustee with the best interest of the beneficiary. A trust can have multiple grantors, multiple beneficiaries, and multiple trustees. Or conversely, a single individual can be the grantor, beneficiary, and the trustee. When the same individual or individuals are the grantor, beneficiary, and trustee, we have what is commonly known as the revocable living trust. Just as the name implies, This individual or these individuals who act as a grantor, beneficiary, and trustee have the ability to revoke the trust and make changes to the trust. The main purpose of this trust is to help individuals and their families avoid probate in the event that the grantor passes away and to provide instructions on the disbursement of these assets. Okay. So holding the assets in the name of the revocable living trust, which we normally refer to as a living trust, allows the grantor's surviving beneficiaries streamlined access to the assets in that trust. Yes, exactly. The problem is that many individuals and families stop at this point with respects to their estate planning, even though living trusts only provides streamlined access to the assets in the trust. If your home, cars, collectibles, and other assets are simply owned in your own name and not the name of the trust, the distribution of those assets becomes the responsibility of the courts 
through the probate process, which can be a huge headache and expense. I also want to add that it is very important to hold your home and a majority of your assets in your established trust. Okay, and that's why it's important to have a trust in place. With that, Evan, can you give us a brief overview of what a will is and what a will does? So a will is a legal document where you provide instructions for how your property is distributed upon your passing in probate, which is the court process by which a will is proved valid or invalid. Additionally, a will names an executor of your estate, meaning the person or people who will be responsible for following the instructions you have laid out in your will. A will is most important to have when you pass away with having minor children. It gives you the ability to list guardians for your minor children and transferring assets other than real estate. A will provides directions for the executor to distribute your assets that are not already accounted for through your trust or beneficiary designations that are listed on a bank's transfer on death documents or on joint accounts that have a survivorship option. Okay, great. Thank you. Evan, could you also go over the last two estate planning items we want to discuss, the Advanced Healthcare Directive and the Durable Power of Attorney? Yes. First, I want to mention that the Advanced Healthcare Directive can also be called a living will. Both terms are interchangeable. It's important for you to have an Advanced Healthcare Directive as it specifies what actions should be taken with regards to your health if you become incapacitated or gravely ill and are no longer able to make decisions for yourself. An Advanced Healthcare Directive is a legal document that takes the guesswork out of your loved one's hands. It outlines ahead of time the difficult choices your family could possibly have to make. It can dictate your preferences for specific services, medicine given, and the use of assisted living mechanisms. I also want to mention that there is also what's called a healthcare proxy or medical power of attorney. Just as the name implies, the healthcare proxy allows you to appoint an individual to make healthcare decisions on your behalf should you be incapable to do so. Just to be clear, the difference between the healthcare directive and the healthcare proxy is that the healthcare directive has the advantage that it specifically lays out your wishes given a hypothetical scenario and alleviates some of the tough decision-making responsibilities from your loved ones. The healthcare proxy provides the advantage of having an individual make real-time decisions on your behalf as unexpected situations and circumstances arise. Okay, thanks Evan. We understand it can be difficult to sit down and begin talking about healthcare arrangements with your family. It's certainly not an easy thing to discuss and often your family may not be comfortable hearing it either. We highly encourage you to seek out a trusted third party to help you begin the discussion and create a framework. You could seek the help of your estate attorney, your financial planner, or even a member from your church or your synagogue. Along the lines of a healthcare proxy, it is also important to have a financial power of attorney in place in the event you can no longer make financial decisions for yourself. Having a financial power of attorney is essential as 
you age because it's not just limited to financial decisions over your estate, but it appoints a person to help manage your assets in the event your mental health begins to diminish. Again, this may be a difficult topic to discuss, but Alzheimer's disease and dementia are real health risks that are becoming more common, especially as people are living longer. We hope everyone that tunes in takes away something from our podcast. Many of you may have a living trust in place for your assets, and that's great. You've taken the initial steps to help pass on your assets to your heirs. However, it's important to have a solid estate plan that covers many things, including your health and your finances. Some of you may have complicated estate planning needs, while others may be more straightforward. But establishing a living trust, a will, an advanced healthcare directive, and a financial durable power of attorney will create a solid foundation that is applicable to nearly everyone. And again, we understand it can be difficult to have these conversations with your loved ones. Rather than put them off, seek out a trusted individual to help you start the conversation. As we mentioned earlier, your estate planning attorney or financial planner may be a great place to start. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our podcast. Please listen to our earlier episodes at paragonpodcast.com and like us on our Facebook page. Thank you, and until next time. Paragon Financial Partners, Inc. is a registered SEC investment advisor. The broadcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as a solicitation or offer to purchase or sell securities. The financial strategies and guidelines discussed herein may not be appropriate for everyone as each individual circumstance is unique. Please review all tax information with your tax professional. Please review all legal information with your legal professional. We hope you enjoyed the Paragon Financial Partners podcast. And again, Thank you for listening.